0: You could do everything possible to prepare your older child for the new addition coming into your home. You followed all the awesome tips on Pinterest. You did all the things, got them a baby of their own, talked about it with them, got them around other babies, gave them more responsibilities, eased in the transition of the new baby by having other adults around to make sure they got extra attention. They didn't have any other major life changes around that time. There are so many things that are recommended that you do when you have younger kids that you need to prepare for a new addition. So you did all the things, but they are still having a hard time. What now? Kids of all ages are going to go through a transition period when any big life-changing situation happens. Little kids have some of the most difficult times with those big changes, like having a new little brother or sister. What do you do when all your preparations seem to have not done a thing? Or you thought they did, and all of a sudden your toddler's having a really difficult time. That's exactly what we're talking about today. Let's go. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you were so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all, but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and brain and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the calling God placed on me. But I kept telling myself, life was always going to be this busy, and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood. Until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important, and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you'll be. Able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. James is going through a difficult transition currently. Caleb is almost five months and it just started with James. He made it through these five months. I thought, yay, we avoided it and he just loves being a big brother. Nope. He became extra clingy and wanted all of my attention. He even wanted to sit on my lap and cuddle. I definitely am not complaining about that because this boy likes to move. Getting him to sit and cuddle with me is nearly impossible. At first, I wasn't sure what was going on. Is he sick? Is he getting some more teeth and in pain? Have I changed something that I didn't realize that affected him? And then one morning, Caleb was awake in the living room when James woke up. So I got James out and I said, look, brother's awake too. He yelled, mo, mo, mo. That's how he says no and reached up for me, not wanting anything to do with little Caleb. It was then I realized what was going on. The excitement and newness of having little brother is worn off, and he was done, and he wants mama back. This can be a really difficult thing to navigate, no matter the age of the older sibling. Some of you may be about to enter the stage, some may be in this stage currently or know someone who is, and need some guidance and encouragement but this can work for any big life change that can affect your kids. A big move, an older sibling moving out, maybe you are fostering a child, maybe parents or in-laws are moving in because they're at that age and need some help and can't be on their own. Sickness has changed the dynamic in the home. Whatever big change is coming, be prepared for a change in your kiddos too. So how can you tell the big change has affected your child? Number one is behavioral changes. This is Really big, or it can be really small. They can be very minor, like how James is, a little extra clingy, or even Georgia. When James came into the picture, she was eight, she's 10 now, and now she has another little brother. Her behavior changed a little bit, and it was minor changes, but I noticed it. And so, keeping an eye out for those little changes, no matter how big or how small, is crucial to knowing if this has affected your child whatsoever. The second thing that could change is sleep changes. So are they a little extra tired? Maybe they're just a little worn out from all the these extra emotions. Or maybe they don't want to go to sleep. Or maybe they're sleeping poorly. Or they have a hard time going down for a nap. Or have a hard time going down for bed. Are there any changes with their sleep? There could also be sibling rivalry or aggressiveness. So depending on the age, this can vary. But if they're little, maybe they're getting a little more aggressive and hitting. Um, Maybe they don't want anything to do with their sibling. Or they're getting aggressive and wanting to push or shove or grab things. And this can be outside of the normal, like, two and three-year-old learning how to share type of situation. And then the other thing that could happen is they could revert back to their baby actions. Mm -hmm. So say they are done with a pacifier. All of a sudden, they want a pacifier. For example, James was never really big into pacifiers, but Caleb loves his pacifier. And so when James sees a pacifier sitting around, he grabs it and he starts to suck on it. It used to just be a toy for him. But now he wants to use it and he grabs it and he'll say mine. Because it did used to belong to him. And now it's his brother's. Even little toys that he knows used to be his, that now Caleb is playing with it. He'll grab it and say mine. He doesn't want to share it anymore. He has always been great with sharing, and now all of a sudden, he doesn't want baby brother to have it. And Georgia, at 10 years old, is way beyond the baby things, but sometimes she wants a baby cup because James has a baby cup. Or, well, that's not fair. He got a piece of candy. I want a piece of candy. It's almost like reverting back to a younger, younger age because of the younger siblings. Maybe they're because they get a little bit more attention. And so now I'm older, and I can do more things, I don't get all the attention and all the help like these little kids do. And so if I act like a baby, maybe I'll get the help. So there's going to be lots of changes that you'll notice, and they could be big, they could be small, and they could affect things in multiple different ways. You just have to keep your eyes open to what changes are happening. So all these changes are happening. What do you do to help your child during this stage? How do you as a mom get through this stage sanely? Well, I have an acronym and it is just how sometimes you might feel. The acronym is CRAP. C-R-A-P-P-P. One is consistent. C, consistent. R, resourceful. A, active. P, patient. P, present. And P, pray. Consistent. It's important to be consistent no matter the age of the child or how this is affecting them. Don't let any big changes happen during this time and make sure you're consistent with what you say, no matter how difficult it might be. They want something and you say no. Maybe they throw a little fit and you are tired and you're worn out. You're dealing with little brother, little sister, and you just want to give in because it's the easiest thing to do. Don't. Make sure you're consistent. Whether in good or bad, be consistent. You said no, stick with your no. You said we're going to go here or we're going to go do this. Stick with it. Go there and go do that. You promise your older child who understands a lot, we are going to go to the store and we're going to get you that new backpack you wanted. And we're going to do that tomorrow. We'll do that before lunchtime. Make sure you have that in your plan so you can be consistent. And if they are expecting that, They're expecting you to go buy that new backpack from the store before lunchtime. Make sure you stay consistent. And if something happens that is out of your control and you're not going to be able to communicate to that child why, I know we promised we're going to go do this, but little brother is sick and we can't leave the house now. So as soon as little brother is better, we're going to go. Or as soon as dad gets home from work, I'm going to take you and he can stay with little brother. I will take you. We'll have a little date and we'll go get that backpack that I promised you. Communication if you can't be consistent, but be consistent if at all possible. Resourceful. Use what you have in front of you. If you're sitting there nursing the baby and the toddler comes up and wants to cuddle you, what resources do you have available? Oh, I have this blanket right next to me and another pillow. Come cuddle up next to me. You can't sit on my lap, but you can come cuddle up next to me. I've got this pillow. We'll cover you up with a blanket and we'll get all cozy and we can share the blanket. But also, if you're noticing these difficult situations arise and your child is just having a really difficult time with this transition, be resourceful with what you have around you. Be resourceful with the people that you have around you. Can your husband take a little time with the baby or take a little time with the older sibling just to give them some more one-on-one time? Does the older sibling need the one-on-one time with you? Then that's when you get a sitter or have your spouse watch the younger sibling. Or maybe you just need to have some family time. Be resourceful and plan some family time. If this situation is because a younger sibling has been added into the household, find something that you can do with that infant, just to make the other child feel special as well. Because the infant does get more attention, and some of that attention has been taken away from the older sibling. What if you moved and that was the big life change that happened that has started to affect your child? Be resourceful with what you have around you in your new home. Make it fun. Make it exciting. Plan a, you can plan a treasure hunt. Hide fun little things in each room and go on a treasure hunt with this child. Make a map and you guys have to follow the map and find the fun little things in each room that gets them used to the house in a fun, exciting way. And it's not as scary. It's not as overwhelming. Active. Be active with them. Go outside. Get them moving. Whatever the situation is, if it is a new home, if it is a new sibling, no matter what this big life change that has happened that's affecting them, getting them outside, getting their mind off of what is currently happening and focus on something else that's fun and gets their bodies moving. Being active can change everything. When we get the kids active, like when Georgia and James are fighting, if I get them outside and they run around and they play, then they start laughing and they play nicely together and all of a sudden, it's like they forget what they were fighting about. And then if it's cold and we need to do something active inside, we'll find something fun to do. Even if it's just hopping around or a Simon Says type of game or jumping jacks or run around the living room and chase each other or... The little tiny bikes that James has. Georgia can still fit on it somewhat, (laughs) so they'll chase around each other on the little bikes. Then all of a sudden, they both forget what petty thing was bothering them, and then they're just laughing and playing together as if they were best friends. Activity helps solve a whole mess of problems that arise. Patient is the first of three P's. Be patient. Understand that this is difficult for them. You are probably having a difficult time too. You're just a little bit older and a little bit wiser, and a little bit better about hiding what's going on inside of you. So be patient with these kids. They don't understand everything that's going on. No matter what their age is, they may not fully comprehend. Even if they are older, it's going to be difficult. And they may not be able to comprehend everything that they're feeling and working through internally. And younger kids, especially toddlers, They have absolutely no idea what's going on. They have no idea how to handle these feelings and emotions. They just know they're angry. They just know they, they may not even know that it's anger that they're feeling. They're just having all these emotions and they don't know what to do with it. So it comes out in all sorts of different ways. So make sure you have some patience with them and understand that they don't know how to handle this. So you, through your patience, can teach them how to handle these emotions and work through it with them. It's a great learning opportunity. And them seeing you be patient will help them understand that, okay, everything is okay. It's okay for me to feel this. It's okay that I have these emotions. Mommy loves me no matter what. And mommy's going to help me. The second P is present. Be present. Don't sit there next to them on your phone the entire time. Actually be engaged and present with them. Get some games out. Sit on the floor and play some games. If things are busy and you just can't seem to find the time to sit on the floor and play some games, even if it's just five minutes, which I feel like we could all find five minutes in the day to sit down with our kids and play some games, bring them in on something that you're doing. So you're cooking dinner. It doesn't matter their age. They can be in the kitchen and helping you give him something age appropriate. For example, James, going through this season, wants to be near me all the time. And it was one of those days I just needed to do a really simple, easy, quick dinner, so we were doing grilled cheese and tomato soup. I let him come in and help me with the grilled cheese. It wasn't pretty. He did not do a good job. He's only 2 years old and has no idea how to do it, but I gave him a butter knife so it wasn't sharp, and I stood there right with him, and I let him Try to get the butter and put it on the bread. Now, he had a huge chunk of butter and it was just right there on the edge of the bread and all over the counter. But you know what? He was having so much fun. He loved it. And yes, I had to go through and I had to spread the butter and then put some of the extra butter on one of the other pieces of bread. And when we we're all done, there was a mess all over the kitchen when something like grilled cheese and soup should not be making a mess. It did because he was having fun and he was learning, he was experimenting and he was figuring it out and doing something new. And it's an easy cleanup spray the counters and wipe it down. It's not that difficult. It takes two minutes. That extra two minutes is totally worth seeing your kid learn something and explore. I remember when we were doing that, he just looked up at me and he got this big grin and his big eyes staring at me and he was so happy and so excited. And that made it all worth it. Because he had that quality one-on-one time with me in the kitchen. Doing something new. Doing something fun. And I was present. Talking with him. Doing this with him. And I let him explore. I let him do it. And then I did. I showed him how to spread the butter on the bread. He still couldn't do it. He just doesn't have that capability yet. But he was learning. And then the sixth one. The third P is pray. You are not going to be perfect. Your kids are not going to be perfect. The whole situation is not going to be perfect. Hence the acronym CRAP. It's going to be hard. And sometimes every day, all day, is going to be hard when you're going through something like this. But if you pray, and you seek God through those moments, and you are genuinely open and willing to change and adjust your mindset and your thinking with the situation, you are going to find those moments that make it all worth it. Just like when James looked at me and I'm seeing the butter smeared all over the counter and tomato soup all over the kitchen. He looked up at me with that big smile and you could just see, see in his face that, Mommy, I love you and thank you for spending this time with me. You could just see it. And he can't vocalize that, but I could see that on him. And that itself was worth it all. If you pray through... These situations, God will help you find what your child needs. He'll help you figure out exactly what they need to get through the situation and be better off at the end of it. Life with multiple kids can be challenging in so many ways, but we have a community to lean on. If you don't, come join the Restored Mama community at facebook.com slash groups slash restored mama. Or you can click the links in the show notes. We know our kids. We know what they need if we really pay attention and listen to their little cues. And we know Jesus. He is our strength. I love you, and I am praying for you this week as you walk through life's messiness and become a little more clear in where God is leading you. You got this, Mama.